Blog Talk Radio. Rifleman Radio Show on Appleseed Radio. We'd like to thank you for tuning in this evening. We've got a lot of stuff we'd like to get out, as usual, and uh, we've got these two hours to do so. The Rifleman Radio Show is a project sponsored by the Appleseed Program. The Appleseed Program is a project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association is an organization dedicated to teaching rifle marksmanship and American heritage, to making sure that we remember those men and women who stood together on April 19, 1775, and sacrificed a great deal, sometimes all, in order to make sure that their freedoms and their liberties uh, were defended, were safeguarded, that were made important by them. We owe a debt to these folks that uh, uh, realistically we can never repay because uh, how can we repay it? There's no good way other than by remembering them. We can honor them that way. To remember is to honor. And we would like to honor these people by remembering them, remembering the things that they did, remembering the sacrifices they made in order to bring forward such an amazing experiment in freedom and liberty. An experiment that was never meant to end. Now, 
uh, a lot of folks, uh, well, you will hear us discussing the American Revolutionary War. And then you'll also hear us talking about the American Revolution. Now, these things, same, they sound like they are the same things. And in uh, a great many places, uh, they do uh, intertwine and they are the same. <clears throat> but the American Revolutionary War had a beginning and an end. And the American Revolution had a beginning but was never supposed to have an ending. It was supposed to continue on. The, the ideas that were generated of freedom, liberty, uh, were designed to continue on uh, to this date and past it. <clears throat> Safeguarding our liberties, our freedoms, ensuring that they're continually expanded rather than continuing, continuously uh, limited in their nature and scope is never supposed to end. Uh, the, the safeguarding of our freedoms and liberties requires eternal vigilance by each and every American citizen. Uh, I'm sure that you've heard, if you've listened to the show before, you've heard me speak on this many times, about how we cannot delegate the responsibility for safeguarding our freedoms and liberties to anyone else. It's our sacred duty as an American to ensure that we take responsibility for this, that we are the guardians, we are the gatekeepers uh, for safeguarding our freedoms, our liberties, and continuing to expand them, continuing to push forward those ideas that make this nation such uh, a unique country, such a, uh, a beacon uh, to all around the world. Now, you can say as much as you want about, uh, uh, I don't say you can or that I would, uh, about America being uh, uh, the evil place, the, uh, the place where all bad things begin. Because we're constantly referred uh, to in that way by a great many countries, and yet, when you do the when they do these surveys, they do the polls around the around the world, with the number one destination that people would aspire to, the number one place that people would go to if they could. I think that speaks a great deal. Uh, about the the difference, the separation between this nation and many others. Uh, when you ask somebody from almost any country where they would like to go to, where they where they would like to uh, uh, to uh, immigrate to, the United States is at the top of the list. Why? Because we have so many freedoms here. Despite uh, all attempts by uh, misguided uh, folks who don't understand the amazing documents left to us by the Founding Fathers, we still have a great deal, many more freedoms than any other nation on the face of the earth. 
America was founded with those ideas as the basis of the the framework for everything else, the freedoms, the liberties of the people. America is a beacon of freedom. And the American people, the American, uh, the folks who founded this nation were conservative. And yet, they were conservative, and a conservative is someone who wants to conserve uh, traditions, ideas, uh, the ideologies and, uh, and beliefs. They were conservatives, but the ideas that they wanted to conserve were very liberal in their nature. In matter of fact, uh, many were actually quite radical in their nature. So when you hear about America being founded by conservatives, it was. And yet the ideas they wanted to conserve were ideas that still haven't taken hold in uh, the greatest portion of the planet. The ideas of liberties and freedoms for the individual. Liberty is not granted uh, by a government, by a person. Liberties, which we are endowed with by our Creator. Those are the ideas that have made this nation great. Those are the freedoms and liberties that we're attempting to safeguard. The American Revolutionary War had a beginning and an ending. And uh, by the grace of God, America was victorious. America won uh, her liberties, her freedoms. And the great experiment in the governing of the people by the people was allowed to begin and allowed to continue. The American Revolution had a nebulous starting date. Uh, it was certainly carried across the ocean to the continent of America and into the colonies by the first folks who came there. Their idea was to be, to govern themselves, not to uh, to be subservient to a government that could uh, uh, allocate and deny rights at uh, a whim. The rights that were granted, as I said earlier, were were the rights that all free men were supposed to have as men, not the rights that originated uh, by from a person or a government, but rights that came about uh, by the fact that you were a person, by the fact that you were a, a human being, rights that, were, that you were endowed with uh, by your creator. And that revolution was never intended to end. It was, it was meant to be a continuously uh, 
expanding process, uh, a way for us to determine, to expand our right, to determine uh, a way for men to govern themselves while remaining free. The Appleseed Program is a lot like the American Revolution. Now, we don't have a uh, we, we don't have a government we're trying to overthrow. What we have is a process of educating the American people on the fact that they have a sacred obligation by virtue of the fact that they are American, they have a sacred obligation. Each and every one of them has a sacred obligation to safeguard the freedoms and liberties granted in those documents. What we're trying to do is make sure that everyone is awake, that everyone understands that they all have a job to do. They all have a uh, a bucket with their name on it and a place in the line to bail the water out and to ensure that this great nation continues on its course. I'm not going to tell you that uh, the that America has always been perfect in everything it's done. Lord knows we have a huge uh, list of things that we haven't gotten quite right from time to time. That doesn't make the country an evil place. The country is not uh, is not destroyed. The country is not already underwater. But we do have an analogy here where we speak about the the nation being uh, comparable to the Titanic. <clears throat> that perhaps uh, in the last few years, we may have struck a few icebergs. There may be some holes in the bow of the ship. There may be some holes at the, at the water line. And it's about time for us to get to work now to provide the maintenance that this nation deserves in safeguarding the freedoms and liberties that those men and women who stood together on April 19, 1775, made such great sacrifices for. Now, the documents that the Founding Fathers laid down were absolutely, unbelievably, uh, they're just amazing, the content, the foresight that they had. I'm sure that they didn't mean for many of the phrases to be able to be uh, uh, thought of as ambiguous in these times. They certainly had uh, no ambiguity in their minds when they laid them down. And now is the time for us to, to work together to ensure that the nation 
gets the maintenance that it needs. And how are we going to do that? We're going to do that by getting every single person we can up off of the couch, out from in front of the TV, and becoming part of the we, the people of these United States, and doing their part to help safeguard those freedoms and liberties. And how are they going to do that? Well, we're going to get them to an apple seed. We're going to get them to an apple seed. We're going to give them a a uh, a short-term, two-day goal of improving their rifle marksmanship, becoming the masters of their rifles. We're going to help them achieve that goal. And when they do, we're going to ask them to continue on with passing the the instruction and the information along. We're going to ask them to become part of the program. We're going to ask them to take an active interest in their life. We're going to ask them to understand that they cannot delegate the responsibilities for ensuring the safeguarding of their freedoms and liberties to anyone else. You can't delegate these responsibilities to your mother, your father, to your pastor, to your congressman, your senator, or to the president of the United States. The government is not any of those people. The government is not your senator. The government is not your congressman. The government is not the president of the United States. The government, as I tell the folks at Appleseed, at least a small part of it, are those people standing right here with me right now. They are the we, the people, of these United States. They're the people that have the responsibility. And you can't delegate it. You can't give it away. You can't put the responsibility in the closet and think it'll be okay for another year. You can't say, I think everything's running just fine. I think it'll be okay. I'm sure someone is watching out for me. Americans have been doing that for too long. And the result is is that people aren't always watching out for them. Uh, A lot of times people are only watching out for themselves. So you get the folks to come to an apple seed, you get them to fulfill their goal that they set for themselves of becoming the masters of their rifles, or at least you put them on a strong path to it. And the logical question that follows this is, what's next? What do I do next? How do I continue on with this? And then you give them the seventh step by passing it on. Pass on the stuff that you heard at the apple seeds. Let other folks know about upcoming apple seeds. And then become involved in the process of safeguarding your freedoms and liberties by becoming involved in the process of governing the nation. You don't have to go out and become a a senator or congressman yourself, although if you did that, great. Uh, We're certainly never going to tell you not to do it. If you do that, great. But, You can become involved very easily 
by making sure that your senators and your congressmen know what your wishes are, that they know what your needs and your wants are. You have a responsibility to let them know uh, what their duties are. Maybe they don't know all the time, and they certainly don't know what your specific needs are unless you tell them. All right. Uh, If you'd like to call into the show, we'll be glad to take your calls and listen to what you have to say about this. Uh, You can call in at area code 347 347-308-8790. Now, We also have a lot of stuff, a lot of Appleseed business we're going to take care of in just a few minutes, too. Uh, And uh, if you'd like to call in about that and uh, and get in line to uh, discuss that, uh, we'd be more than glad to have you. Uh, We need to continue on our discussion of the April 19th events coming up. We have the virtual muster night uh, coming on uh, Tuesday, February the 2nd at 7 o'clock. We'd like to... uh, Make sure that folks are getting the message out about that and that uh, if you have anything special you need brought up or any ideas uh, for that evening to let us know. Uh, right now, let's take a few calls about uh, about the American Revolution continuing and uh, the relevance of the Appleseed uh, program in that. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Area code seven one three, you're on the air. Seven one three five five three, you're on the air. All right. Well, you just continue to listen, and uh, we'll get back to you. Okay. Uh, area code three six one seven seven nine, you're on the air. Hey, I Pop, shouted. how you doing? It's Pop. Um, was just talking with Josiah a little while ago. He's probably going to call in later. But uh, I'm just listening tonight. I may chime in later, but uh, I'm busy doing stuff around here in the house while I'm while I'm listening. So go ahead with other folks. I know they want to get in. So. All right, Papa, we'll come back to you. Yeah, I'm here. All right, area code uh, 614-678. You're on the air. Area code 614, you're on the air. Can you hear me? If you just want to listen, that's fine. Uh, Okay. Area code uh, 580-278, you're on the air. Can you hear me? Area code 580-278. I don't know if I'm uh a lot of times people uh they call in and they want to listen but not talk and that's fine. Uh if you'd like to call in, uh as I said, you're welcome to call in area code three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. 
founding fathers, the the American Revolution actually started long before uh, the Revolutionary War. As I said, a lot of the ideas uh, came over on the first boats to land in the colonies, the first boats to land in America. And the idea of the people governing themselves uh, was a natural conclusion. When you have... uh, when you have the governing body of your nation thousands and thousands of miles away, then you just naturally uh, you naturally begin the process of governing yourself. And the the seeds of self government were planted there, and they began to grow. Uh, The colonists had governed themselves for many years, uh, many years before the uh, American Revolutionary War began. If you listen to some of the, uh, or rather read, some of the reasons for the war, you'll see that uh, for the the great number of colonists did not go to war. Uh, because of any tea tax, they didn't go to war because of any lofty uh, ideas or treatises on on government. You can find the the real reason that the great majority of them went to war uh, in a line in David Hackett Fisher's book Paul Revere's Ride, uh, quoted by an old man uh, at the time. I say old; he was. Uh, in his late 90s, I believe, whenever he was interviewed uh, about the Revolutionary War. And they asked the fellow, why did you go to war? Or let me, let me say this. This is how they asked him. They said, what made you go to war? And his answer was, and you can see the subtle way in which he turned around, he said, you mean what did we go to war for? In essence, saying that nobody made him go to war, Right there is a is a strong indication of the folks' attitude about the American Revolutionary War. Nobody made them do anything. Nobody was going to make them do anything. They were free men governing themselves. So nobody made him go to war. And thus his answer, you mean, what did we go to war for? And then the, the person who was interviewing him asked, well, was it the... The tea tax? And he replied, I'd never drink a drop of the stuff. As far as I knew, the boys uh, threw that all overboard uh, in Boston. <clears throat> so it wasn't the taxes. wasn't the tea tax. He didn't drink any tea. Uh, it had no effect on him. And the interviewer continued. He asked him, well, what was it? Was it, uh, did you read the works of Locke uh, or any of the other great uh, philosophers on on freedom and government, <clears throat> he said, "I never heard of those guys." He said, "We didn't really have uh, uh, that many books. We had uh, the uh, the church hymns. Uh, we had the almanac, and that was all he basically read." And he said, "Well, well, what was it then?" He said, "Son, you want to know 
why we went after those red coats? It was because we had always governed ourselves, and they meant that we shouldn't anymore. That is where the problem came in. The American Revolution was destined to happen the minute that uh, the minute that the the people had been transplanted and began governing themselves here in another country, being responsible uh, for their own uh, defense of their homes, their countries, making up their own rules and re- regulations. Uh, regarding the things that happened to them locally and deciding that they were to be governed by themselves. The regulation, the revolution began uh, long before the American Revolutionary War started. Uh, if any of you guys, uh, if you're calling in and, uh, and you don't want to talk, you don't have to talk, and you don't have to, uh, you don't have to hang up. Uh, I noticed a couple of the people that I asked if they wanted to talk. It looks like they hung up. You don't have to to hang up. You're welcome to uh, call and listen in on the radio. I know a lot of people don't have uh, computers, or at least computers that they can trust all the time. Uh, to be able to listen into the stream to the show streaming, uh, I know you can't do it with a dial-up. It doesn't work very good, and uh, a lot of times I'm I'm stretching my limits with the uh, satellite here. <clears throat> so if you want to call in and listen to the show, that's that that's there's no problem with that. Uh, they'll usually ask you to uh, press. I think they you can press one number or another or something. And that'll give me a like a little signal here on the switchboard that says uh, uh, don't I don't want to talk. So if you do that, uh, uh, well, I may or may not ask you to talk, but you don't have to talk. You're welcome to call in and listen. <clears throat> if you do want to call in with uh, any of your ideas or uh, any discussion about this, you're also welcome to do that. We'll be glad to take your calls, get you on the air, give you some uh, experience in. Uh, in talking on the radio, so you could take that experience uh, out to your local radio stations and discuss Appleseed with them. The uh, number to call in, if you'd like to call in, is 347-308-8790. If you're listening on the phone and you're wondering how to get to us uh, online, it's uh, www.blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio, one word, dot com, backslash, Appleseed, capital A, radio, capital A. So, <clears throat> uh, if you'd like to... Uh, to listen to the show streaming, you can do that. If you want to listen to the show on your phone and uh, participate in the chat, you can do that too. We'd uh, love to have you uh, in the chat room. Uh, if I'm not talking on the telephone, or if I'm not 
uh, if I am talking, rather, if I'm talking, I'm not uh, I'm not too great at uh, typing at the same time. I can read, I can listen to the television, uh, I can listen to my wife or children and answer them while I'm typing, uh, but it seems that uh, uh, that while I'm talking on the radio, that I I guess I'm uh, trying to focus on what I'm saying, and uh, so. Uh, I don't type too good there. But if you have any questions, uh, if you have any comments that you'd like to get out, you're welcome to put them on the, to the chat room. And uh, and then I can read them, and uh, I'll be glad to get them out. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, let me hit uh, real quick. You did this at the very beginning of the show, but uh, let me hit real quick the uh, the upcoming events so that uh, if anyone's listening for the first time or if anybody's new to the program, uh, this gives you a chance to see where events are local to you. <clears throat> so if you'd like to attend an Appleseed event and you're wondering, uh, how do I go about finding a location? How do I go about uh, finding where an event is happening and what I need to know to go to the event, well, here's what you do. You go to appleseedinfo.org, appleseedinfo, one word, dot org. That's, <clears throat> that's our homepage. And on the homepage, uh, up at the very top, you have a lot of uh, uh, tabs you can go to. Uh, there's the Appleseed tab, which uh, gives you a lot of the general information, uh, what to bring to an Appleseed Apple seed locations. Why should I come to an apple seed? Uh, how to prepare for an event? Uh, what to do if you'd like to host an apple seed? Also, uh, women and apple seed, uh, kids and apple seed. Uh, there's also the boot camp tab, which gives you the general information you need to know about a boot camp, which is uh, when they're happening, where they're happening, what to bring to a boot camp, what. Uh, what happens at a boot camp? What do you learn? Uh, we've got the registration. All of the registration uh, information is at appleseedinfo.org, including uh, how to register for an Appleseed event online, uh, by the U.S. mail, how to register for the boot camps by mail or online. Uh, there's also a tab uh, that uh, talks about the Appleseed instructors. There is a uh, tab for... RWVA links, uh, including the Appleseed Store. That's right. We have a Appleseed Store now online uh, that will get you all of the, the latest trend-setting Appleseed gear, T-shirts, uh, sweatshirts, hoodies, caps, coffee mugs, pens, pencils, sets, uh, you name it. We've got it. There's a tab for the news which lets you know what uh, what are the latest things happening in Appleseed, the uh, press that we've been getting, or newsletters. And then there's a tab for emailing us. If you want to find out, uh, if you want to send an email to the program, you got any questions, you're welcome to do that. Uh, that's all at appleseedinfo.org. Now, getting back to finding out where and when an event is, go to appleseedinfo.org, the top left, tab says Appleseed. 
you put your cursor on that tab and it'll uh it'll sling a drop down menu down then you move down to schedule you click on schedule and that'll take you to the page that I'm about to read off of it has the schedule of events for the upcoming year 2010 it also has uh them listed uh, alphabetically and by date. So each date in the month of January will have the alphabetical listing of uh, all the locations by each weekend. <clears throat> so whenever you want to find an event, you go to appleseedinfo.org. Go to the top left-hand tab that says Appleseed, click on that. On the drop-down menu, you go to Schedule. You click on Schedule, and that will take you to this page. Now, once you've come to this page and you've decided on a event location and a date, to the right of that are two hot links. Those hot links are the information link. If you click on that, it will take you to the event information page, the EIP. That lets you know all of the, uh, the local information specific to that event directions, the location, uh, GPS coordinates, how many people the, uh, uh, the range will usually hold, uh, any of the special selling points of it, uh, any special information for the state, etc. And then right next to that is the hot link to register. You click on that, it will take you to the Eventbrite uh, page and will allow you to register online. And that's that's a great deal for you and for the program because if you register online, that ensures that you have a place on the line at that shoot. You won't show up there as a walk-on and say, uh, when you get there, that uh, they'll say, wow, I, we're actually, the line's oversold. So, so you'll need to come back to a different event <clears throat> because, uh, you know, when you're geared up and you're ready to go, you're ready to go, you're ready to get down that line. Get some good rifle instructions, some uh, American heritage, and put it to use. It also allows us to know how many how many folks are going to show up that weekend for an event, because uh, there have been several times where folks have uh, where we've actually exceeded the number of folks uh, at an apple seed that the line would hold. But we knew in time, because of pre-registration, that we're going to exceed it. So we actually secured additional line. So if we know that, then we will do our best to secure additional line, either at that location, which we've done uh, before, or uh, there have been times when we've had to go across town to a different range and hold simultaneous uh, events. But we wouldn't have done it if we wouldn't have known it was getting uh, up to the point where it's going to overbook. And the only way we're going to know that is if you pre-register. Also, by pre-registering, it lets us know uh, how many people are coming to an event. And that's important to us for several reasons. One, we want to ensure that there's a good instructor-to-student ratio, that we've got enough instructors uh, uh, that we can get the information out uh, and that we can watch folks and give them uh, the uh, the mentoring and then the help that they need, uh, the close instruction that they need. 
and it lets us know uh, the amount, the type and amount of supplies we're going to need. <clears throat> we have to send people all across the United States, every which way. That includes hotels, rental cars, uh, uh, plane tickets, etc. And the further out we know that we're going to need extra instructors, the better. Because the closer in it is, the more it's going to cost, I can guarantee you that. So the more head time, the more lead time you can give us on that, the better. It allows us to make sure that we have uh, plenty of instructors there, that you have a place on the line, and that we're good to go. And once again, the way you do that is you go to appleseedinfo.org, the home page. Look up at the top left-hand tab. says Appleseed. Click on that. You'll get a drop-down menu. On the drop-down menu, go to Schedule. You click on that, and you'll go to the page that uh, I'm reading from. Okay, for January, the 23rd and 24th weekend, we have Lemoore, California, Ramsar, North Carolina, Sacramento, California, Buckeye, Arizona, starts off the 30th and 31st, along with Dulzura, California, and Hernando County, Florida. That takes us to February 6th and 7th. <clears throat> For February 6th and 7th, we have Boulder City, Nevada, Corona, California, Laramie, Wyoming, Santa Barbara, California, which takes us to the 13th and 14th of February, which starts off with Columbiana, Alabama, Hudson Falls, New York, Stark, Florida, which takes us to the 20th and 21st, which is Buckeye, Arizona, Castro Valley, California, Eureka, California, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, Mayaka City, Florida, Piru, California, Sacramento, California, Sherburn, Louisiana, Yanceyville, North Carolina. That takes us to the 27th and 28th of February, which starts in Albion, New York, Chaplin, Connecticut, Enfield, New Hampshire, and Ramsar, North Carolina. The next weekend will be March 6th and 7th, and that will start off in Fresno, California, Gaston, South Carolina, Hawkinsville, Georgia, Tacoa, Georgia, and Watermill, Waterman, Illinois. And that will put us ahead a full month. <clears throat> now, keep checking back because new locations and new dates are being added uh, every week. So if you looked at it last week, don't think it's going to look the same when you look at it this week. It's going to look different. So make sure that you keep checking back to see what schedule, which events uh, are being listed. Also, make sure that uh, this week right now, that everybody 
I'm talking about uh, instructors, staff, uh, members, everybody is looking at the April 17th, 18th weekend. That's the weekend we've designated uh, as the April 19th weekend. Make sure that each and every one of you are looking at the April 17th, 18th weekend and deciding on a location. Where do you want to be for that weekend? Make sure that you're uh, taking a look at it now and picking a location that you want to attend. Now, once you've done that, go ahead and pre-register. You know you're going to want to be there for that weekend. Uh, you know you're going to move heaven and earth to make it for such a uh, uh, stupendous event. A, uh, this is going to be part of the Appleseed uh, history, uh, the 2010 chapter. You know you're going to be somewhere for the 2010 April 19th weekend. So go ahead and sit down this week. Figure it out. Figure out where you're going to be. Then get online. Go to AppleseedInfo.org. Look up in the uh, top left tab that says Appleseed. Click on it. Go down to Schedule. Click on it. Go down to April 17th, 18th weekend. Pick your location. Click on Register. And go ahead and register for that event. Go ahead and register for that uh, weekend. That will help us begin the process of determining where we're going to need to send the instructors. Where uh, are the big, the big events playing out? <clears throat> so go ahead and look at the that weekend and pick your date. While you're there, look for the rest of the year. Look for the rest of the year and pick out... Uh, Pick out the rest of the dates. As an instructor, pick out all the dates that uh, that you know you're going to be able to uh, instruct at. And go ahead and fill those in now so that we can get the staffing. Uh, we can get a jump on the staffing for this. And uh, same thing with uh, you folks. If there's some event, some location that you want to attend, go ahead. Don't wait. Don't wait. Go ahead and get the location uh, Locked down and registered. All right. Uh, like I said, we'll be glad to take your calls. And uh, I think Karen, Karen, welcome back. Uh, Karen O is a uh, steadfast supporter and listener to the program, and uh, and we depend on her a lot. She's a great person, not just with this. Uh, not with just with the Rifleman Show. Uh, she works uh, with a lot of the uh, the Block Talk radio shows, and there's a lot of radio shows out there. Listen, if you're listening to this show, uh, then there are several, there's probably several other shows that you might consider listening to. And uh, Karen, we're we're glad that you're feeling better. We're always glad to have you uh, as a part of the show. I'm sure that uh, Karen has listed the call-in number, so if you were uh, if you're there looking at the chat, if you have something that you'd like to uh, to get out to the Appleseed folks, then go ahead and and give us a call. <clears throat> All right, uh, area code three six one, Josiah. Welcome to the hey, show. Scott. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Just listening in and getting excited. <laughs> uh, 
just hanging out here right now uh, on browsing the uh, Appleseed forums and everything. Well, how's your new year so far? Um, it's it's pretty busy. Got plenty of school to do, <laughs> um, but I'm making it and I'm enjoying it. Well, listen, Josiah, I know you're a go-getter, so I know Josiah. For the folks listening, Josiah is uh, is uh, uh, one of our uh, instructors in training, and uh, he came to the uh, Appleseed Boot Camp. Uh, poor guy had to ride with Pop uh, down here, but uh, he's a real go-getter, and he's also homeschooled. But I know that uh, because of having met Josiah and uh, seeing what a great guy he is. What a go getter he is! I know that uh, you'll get that. You'll get your current year of schooling knocked out this month, so that the rest of the year is free for apple seed. Isn't that right? <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> and I know that you're grooming the rest of your family, and that we're going to be starting to see them on the line soon too. I'm working on it, <laughs> and uh, I think I think I'm, I'm getting there. They're all they're all pretty excited. I think we might be able to drag a couple out of them out uh, to uh, an upcoming March shoot in Corpus, so it's looking good. So. All right, and uh, I didn't check the instructor schedule yet, but the uh, 17th, 18th weekend for Corpus is already posted, so that means that uh, you're able to go ahead and uh, post your name as one of the instructors staffing the event, right? Uh, yes, sir. I'll, I'm going to look into that. Um, I just heard you talking about that. I, I didn't know it was already posted. Um, I'll go take a look at it this evening for sure. But, uh, yeah, it, it's up and, and ready to go. So what you do is you go to the uh, uh, instructor's area and uh, go to the uh, send a uh, PM to uh, uh, Nickel, uh, the guy, and Fred and uh, get them to go ahead and put you down as an instructor for the Corpus shoot. And that way you'll be listed as an instructor uh, that weekend for that event. Okay, I'll, I'll do that for sure. <clears throat> Sounds good. Yeah, and we'll if you can make it to the March event, do the same thing for that. And then in any of them that you see in the future, you know, I, I, know, that, uh, uh, I know that your schedule uh, uh, being uh, uh, doing what you do and everything doesn't allow you to uh, to look real far into the future, but once you've got okay from uh, from the folks and stuff there, then uh, go as far into the future as you can and and get those listed as long as as well as all the rest of the uh, instructors listening. We would like you guys to be doing the same to make sure that uh, that we have a good grip on the instructors' the staffing needs for these shoots. <clears throat> yep. uh, Okay, you were at the event last April 19th, right? Uh, no, sir, I wasn't. I, I actually uh, just started Appleseed in May is uh, when I first started uh, going to Appleseed, and then I went to the June shoot and uh, and uh, got my rifle rifle <coughs> patch in June. Okay, and then I remember I talked to you on a, uh, uh, a radio station interview out of Houston that I was doing in Houston, uh, the next month, I think I guess I did it that in July, maybe, and uh, because I congratulated you then on making uh, on making Rifleman and 
and talking to you about uh, becoming an instructor. And uh, it wasn't too long after that that you showed up at the Rifleman's Boot Camp. Yes, sir. Yeah, and had a great time. I want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we do have a great time at the boot camps. And listen, for all you folks listening, if you can attend a Rifleman's Boot Camp, the Rifleman's Boot Camp are eight-day events. And uh, they're intended to give you uh, the rifle marksmanship instruction you need to get you to shoot uh, to our four minutes of arc standards so that you can qualify uh, with a two ten or above score on the AQT. Uh, the Army Qualification Test is what we use for the uh, for as a diagnostic tool to determine uh, how our instruction and stuff is going. You said you would qualify with a two ten or above on that, and then uh, and then the rest of the time is dedicated to teaching you how to teach the material, giving you the skills that you need to become an instructor, uh, giving you a, uh, a good uh, dose of the history, uh, a good dose of what it takes to be able to instruct folks in rifle marksmanship. And, uh, and during those eight days, you're going to meet a lot of other people that uh, are of like minds that are interested in becoming better persons, you know, better better Americans and uh, and helping to pass the the message of freedom and liberty on. And you're going to make a lot of friends that are going to be lifelong friends. Uh I met Josiah there at the uh, Rifleman's boot camp and I have no doubt that uh that Josiah is going to continue to become be to be involved with the program and that uh over the the years in the future that he and I will become better friends and uh, he will become a better instructor as will I uh and it's going to change your life and I say this in a uh, in a serious way uh I- I've yet to meet uh, hardly anyone who's gone to a rifleman's boot camp who hasn't uh, experienced uh, uh, the experience hasn't caused them to really reevaluate uh, their life, the directions it's heading in, and what they're doing. <clears throat> and uh, I believe it was the case for you, wasn't it? Well, yes, sir. Uh, to me, uh, when I first came into the Appleseed Apple program um, at my first shoot in May of last year. Um, <clears throat> it was just kind of, uh, of course, you know, it's like most Texans, I said, well, you know what, I know how to shoot, and uh, this will just be some fun. And uh, by that, at that time, I was starting to really get interested in shooting. Uh, I'd been hunting and uh, and started uh, <clears throat> really getting interested in just shooting a whole bunch and meeting some of the people. But uh, Appleseed, of course, like many of us, uh, gave us <clears throat> a wake-up call to uh, we really need to be able to shoot better and also gave me a wake-up call that, uh, you know what, I need to be doing more uh, for my nation um, and for uh, my forefathers and those that have gone before me uh, to honor the sacrifices that they made. Um, And in June, I just decided that, uh, you know, uh, I can't just sit on my butt and uh, allow 
America to uh, not only not doing my responsibility to our founding fathers, but also to uh, any of my children that uh, I hope to eventually have to pass it down to them. And, uh, and I found that Appleseed was an excellent way uh, for me to do my part in trying to help America uh, continue on the great path that it has been. And, right. Uh, it has right, and that, that's one of the things that we're trying to to help people wake up and understand that uh, the Founding Fathers and uh, and those who had come after them, their concern was not just for themselves. They didn't want freedom just for themselves. They had it. They had they had plenty of it uh, after the American Revolutionary War. They had the freedom that they wanted right then and there. So, uh, so they were good. What they wanted and what they cared about and what a lot of Americans have lost track of now is that we have to understand that we're doing things or we need to be doing things for those who will come after us, that it's not just a a me, me, or I, I country. We have to be concerned with those who come after us, that we have uh, provide that we've provided the maintenance on this nation to keep it uh, a smooth running nation with expanding freedoms, not uh, narrowed or limited freedoms that it's expanding freedoms, that the experiment in freedom and liberty continues on, that the American Revolution continues on, the great experiment in freedom and liberty for all of those who live in this nation. And that you have to be constantly considering, too, those who come after you. You want to be able to hand down to your posterity a better nation than what you got, a better uh, set of freedoms and liberties for folks than what you received. That the thing that you had uh, guardianship of, that when you pass it on, it's even brighter and shinier than when it was handed to you. That you have taken good care of it. That you were a responsible guardian. And that's the legacy you want to leave for your for your posterity. And that's what that's one of the main things that. Uh, that we're concerned with here. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, for today, we're relatively free people. Uh, so, uh, for the majority of us, hey, we're good to go. But it's heading in a different direction. And we want to ensure that for those who come after, that they get the same chances that we have. They have the same freedoms and liberties that we have. And... Uh, I have a lot. Of, I have a great deal of faith in you, Josiah. That you're. That's what you're. That's what you're going to keep working on. Well, uh, I don't think I much have a choice with Appleseed. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are gonna. Y'all are gonna keep me keeping on, and uh, and hey, that's a good thing. Um, and uh, I, I look forward to you know everything that I'm I'm doing with Appleseed. It's it's uh, so far it's been a, a very uh, rewarding. Um, not only uh, to know that you know that you are doing something for your nation, um, but also it's uh, it's 
it's just you meet great people, and uh, it's just a it's just a great pro- program. I really am uh, happy that I I found out about Appleseed and and got involved. And, uh, well, listen, are you going to make sure that uh, you're going to make sure that you're that you are here on uh, February second, and everybody else in your family, uh, everybody else that has a computer, if they can uh, if they can get on too for the virtual muster night. Yes, sir. All right. So you're going to take responsibility for you, and then you're also going to – I know that you guys have uh, other uh, telephones. Do you have any extra computers? Uh, No, just one right now. Just one? All right. (laughs) Well, uh, then uh, I'm going to trust that you're going to be there on uh, February 2nd uh, to muster in with the uh, Texas uh, instructors – for the virtual muster night. Yes, sir. Will do. All right. Anything else you uh, want to say? Uh, no, sir. Just that. Uh, <clears throat> just that we need to keep on keeping on, and uh, I look forward to everything um, that we're doing this year. Hope, hopefully, looking forward to a uh, great 2010. All right. Well, I'm going to keep you. Uh, I'm just going to. Uh, I'm just going to mute your mic. But uh, I'm not going to hang up on you. So if you want to stay online, you can stay. If not, uh, uh, make sure you keep listening, and uh, we'll talk to you again. Uh, if you stay on, we'll talk to you again by the end of the show. Okay. Yes, sir. We'll do. All right. Thank, take care of yourself, my brother. All right. Area code uh, five seven five four nine one. You're on the air. How's it going, Scott? Sam here. <laughs> You know, I, I didn't have to ask because when I opened up the mic, I heard the, uh, I heard the tools banging and whatever it was you were building, building. Working on another stock for a junior. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Sam D. Thank you. Uh, as you know, tonight we're talking about uh, continuing on the great experiment in freedoms and liberties that the founding fathers began for us. And how, while the American Revolutionary War uh, had a, a a definite beginning and ending, we know that it began on uh, April 19, 1775, uh, officially began, and then ended eight years later. Now, while that had a definite beginning and ending, uh, the American Revolution, which is a different beast, began long before the American Revolutionary War and was never meant to end. It was meant to continue on, to continue to be uh, a continuous experiment in uh, having men govern themselves, to provide themselves uh, with with freedoms and liberties. They were meant to be expanding, uh, not narrowing or limiting, and how the Appleseed program, much like the American Revolution, was it determined to be the same thing. How we are, uh, our mission of waking up people is really never, it's, it's never uh, scheduled for an end. I mean, we do have some watermarks of, uh, of goals that we would like to achieve. But this program uh, is not a, uh, a mad race for a certain date. It's not a uh, a dash. It's a, a marathon. 
determined to extend uh, in perpetuity to ensure that Americans stay awake. It has to, Scout. It has to. Just like the American Revolution, Appleseed needs to keep going, keep reminding people of, of, of their heritage, of what it costs for them to get their liberty so that they will take it seriously. We've had a few folks that lapsed in, in looking out for liberty, and, and those things happen, but Appleseed's waking them up, and we're just going to keep waking up more people, and we're not going to ever let them go back to sleep. That's right, because you can't go back to sleep. <clears throat> and one of the things that, uh, and it's a scary thing for a lot of folks, it was scary for me, is that, is that once you open your eyes, or have your eyes open for you, once you look around and uh, you get past uh, your your immediate uh, tiny uh, locale, and uh, you know if you have the uh, Google Maps analogy, uh, if you hit the uh, if you hit the minus button enough times, you get to take a look at the big picture. Uh, and once you've done that, and once you've seen that there are some things that need maintenance in this nation, that there's a bigger picture uh, than just you and uh, your own immediate woes and concerns, uh, your own immediate needs and your own immediate freedoms, etc. Now you have to make a decision on what to do next. Now, a lot of people, it's very daunting to a lot of people. A lot of people look at this, and as I said, it's scary because if you if you keep your eyes open, that means that you have a decision to make. One, do I realize that my nation needs me? Do I realize that the sacred obligation of safeguarding my freedoms and my liberties is one that I can't ignore? Or two, do you say, well... Uh, I'm sure somebody else is going to fix this problem, and you get back on the couch, and you go back to clicking the remote. And those are two very different choices that carry a lot of different responsibilities with them. And each one, make no doubt about it, have responsibilities that they carry with them. If you decide to do something about it, then you are responsible from that time on to ensuring that you do uh, everything within your power to ensure that the country that you hand down to the next, to your posterity, is a shinier, brighter country with expanding freedoms and liberties. Or, if you decide to do nothing, then the responsibility uh, of this nation, of the experiment ending, is going to be on your back. The responsibility for handing a dirty, rusty, broken nation to your posterity, that's going to rest on you. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I spent a lot of time uh, doing what I thought was looking out for the country, and it wasn't wasted time. Uh, once I started paying attention to what was going on, 
started thinking like I had been taught to when I was younger, I realized that I hadn't done anywhere near as much as I could do. And uh, just about that time, I came on Appleseed, and it gave me an opportunity and a direction to take in doing it that I found to be very satisfying to me. Right. I, won't, I was an absolute slacker before, but I'm doing a whole heck of a lot more now than I ever thought I was before. Well, I think that that might be... Uh, can you hear those coyotes? The coyotes in the background here? I didn't know if you if, if you were hearing them as loud as I was. I was having to strain to hear you. Anyway, the uh, I think the same thing occurs with a lot of uh, folks, especially veterans. You know, I thought I, I served six years for my nation, and uh, and I thought there I've done it. I fulfilled my obligation, and uh, you know uh, I figured that from then on. Uh, I should get like a carriage ride because, uh, you know, hey, I did uh, I did that with a long six years. And uh, uh, it put me kind of way behind of everybody else, you know, in my peer group. And uh, and I figured that uh, that's, you know, hey, that's my duty. I did a lot more than anybody else. <laughs> and then I, I, I just realized... Uh, your your duty, your obligation never ends. It can't end. And uh, and that's where I finally picked the hammer back up and said, okay, I, I've seen that uh, – I've seen the situation now. I finally realized the situation. And, uh, you know, I felt bad because, uh, because there were a lot of years that I spent just thinking about me and – not worrying about the nation. Yeah, the nation, somebody's going to be taking care of it. I mean, that's why we have all those political folks, right? They're, they're, they're going to be taking care of it. And then different uh, pieces of legislation go through, different parties come in and out. And the next thing you know, you say, wow, what, what happened? What, what, who's supposed to be looking out for this thing? Who's supposed to be watching out for these rights? I'm mad. I'm mad at somebody. I'm mad at somebody. Somebody's going to get a butt whipping. And uh, then you search around for the person who's responsible, and eventually, if you have any sense about you, uh, the the person who is responsible, their face finally comes into focus, and you see that it's your own face, that you yourself uh, were responsible for safeguarding these freedoms and liberties, and and something happened during your watch that uh that you weren't watching for and uh, so i realized that uh, i'm ultimately responsible for the things that have gone on <clears throat> now that being said one person can't do it all one person can't do everything that's why you're banding together uh with your brothers and sisters across the nation that's why you're becoming a member uh, of organizations like the Appleseed Project, because you realize that as much as you would like to do it yourself, one man cannot do it alone. That's uh, part of our rifleman's pledge that we make, and that is that you pledge that you understand 
that one person can't do it by themselves. And that's when you make the pledge to get other people involved. Now, I'm going to get a a copy of the pledge and read it in just a second so that... uh, so that folks can understand what I'm saying. But uh, you have to understand that one person can't do all the things that need to be done. And that's why we're having to work, that we're asking you to work with other folks. All right. Uh, There were some folks that called in a while ago. I don't know if you were, if your line dropped or not, area code 580. If you want to call back in, you're welcome to. And uh, if you don't want to talk, just uh, uh, Dinky said that you click on either one or the two. I, don't, I think they'll ask you. But uh, you guys are welcome to call back in. Uh, I'm going to bring another another caller on the line with us here. Let's see. Okay. Josiah, is this you again? Area code three six one five four seven. Yes, sir. Yeah. The, okay. If you can well, hear me, this is me. <laughs> okay. Well, I just I saw that your your line had dropped. Another one to come up. I know that sometimes your dad likes to call in, uh, so I was going to uh, give him a chance to talk too. Uh, okay. And let me. Uh, I was wondering why Sam had gotten so quiet, and uh, I must have left a cursor on uh, your microphone, Sam, and uh, it just decided to turn itself off. So you're back on now. I, I dropped offline for a second, but I dialed back in. Okay. You were, so I just let you go because you were saying some good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys are both back on now. Uh, you have to. You have to to understand that you can't do it by yourself. You can't do it alone. We're not asking you to. We don't expect you uh, to do it alone. We expect you uh, to, to put together a team uh, to help you, to put together a, a team of folks to help make this a success. And uh, you do that by getting uh, working as cl- you know, close into you uh, outwards. That means getting a family member involved. Uh, relative, etc. Now, what I'm going to do real quick is read you the the pledge of the rifleman. I try and read this at the events. <clears throat> okay. Now, this is a voluntary pledge, and uh, this copy is one I got in. This was written in 2005. <clears throat> I don't know if we have an updated copy or not. I'll I'll check on that and see, but. This is a good thing for each of the folks at the Appleseeds uh, to uh, you hand this out to them, get them to read along with you, and then uh, it's a contract that they make not with the program, not with the Appleseed program, but they make with themselves. It says, starting this minute, I most solemnly pledge to reach down deep inside myself and wake up that sleeping American, the rifleman. I pledge to get my sleeping American to the range so he can learn to shoot. I pledge I will reach out to my friend, my coworker, my relative, to wake up their 
sleeping American. I pledge I will do whatever it takes to help my friends, my co-workers, my relatives learn to shoot as riflemen, to preserve our tradition of marksmanship for future generations. I pledge to get active in the soft war, the struggle for freedom at the soapbox and the ballot box now, today. I pledge to persist, to not give up, to be in this for the duration, to adapt as my motto, never give up. I plan to plant the seeds of marksmanship and freedom wherever and whenever I can, and this is a very important uh, end to that statement. Oh, and I want you to think about this for a minute. I pledge to plant seeds of marksmanship and freedom wherever and whenever I can, understanding I may never know the results. Now, this is very important because a lot of folks do a lot of things. They do a lot of hard work, and they don't see something happen immediately from it. You've got to remember, just like you pledged earlier, you're in this for the duration. A lot of the seeds are not going to pop up this week next week, next month, this year. But if you don't get them planted, the one thing I can guarantee you is that they will never come up. They will never germinate. They will never grow uh, to maturity and bear fruit if they are not planted. So you're going to pledge to plant seeds of marksmanship and freedom Whenever and wherever you can, understanding you may never know the results. I pledge to form a rifleman club and build a range if necessary. Ooh, that's pretty heady stuff, isn't it? I pledge to form a rifleman club and build a range if necessary. Holy smoke, that's, uh, man, that's something there, right? You're going to form your own club and build a range if necessary? Well, how hard is that? Well, I can tell you it's not that hard. Uh, it's not that easy, but it's not that hard. You're going to get you and yourselves, you and your friends together along with yourself, and you're going to form uh, a local club, and then you're going to find a place to shoot. And if necessary, you guys are going to build a range. When we talk about riflemen adapting, overcoming, and persisting, this is what we're talking about. If necessary, you're going to build a range. Now, we don't hear it as much now anymore, but I used to always have to kind of laugh in a sad way when... uh, when we would be pushing the apple seed program, I would get PMs and emails from folks all the time saying, "Listen, uh, I really, you know, I really want to uh, to get involved in shooting, but you guys are going to have to come out here and find us a range." And uh, it, it saddened me because I thought, now here's a person who just almost gets it. They almost get it. They almost understand it, but they have such a deep fundamental failing in the understanding of it that they're destined for failure. I'm going to have to come out and find you a range? That's that's not part of the pledge. The pledge is you pledge to form a rifleman club and 
build a range if necessary. I pledge that I understand I cannot do it all myself, as nice as that would be, but that I will need help, and I will get that help by enlisting others in this fight. Do you understand what that says? We don't expect you to do it all yourself. Matter of fact, uh, I'd like to give you the, uh, an express, uh, expressly forbid you to try to do it all yourself, because all that will get you is heartaches and a quick burnout on the trail. Okay, you can't do it all yourself. Uh, as nice as that would be, because it would be nice if you could do it yourself. Then you could just do it yourself. See that it got done. Uh, get through with the job, uh, paint it, uh, put your name on top of it, and then it's done. But it's not going to work that way, okay? You're going to need help because this is a huge undertaking. So you're going to pledge that you understand you cannot do it all yourself, as nice as that would be, but that you're going to need help and that you'll get that help by enlisting others. Now, uh, and this is the hard part. I, I say the hard part. It's the hard part getting folks to do this because uh, I've spoken to you many times about this on the radio show, and that is that okay. if each of the members, <clears throat> each of just just the members, I'm not talking about folks who aren't members or anything else, if just the members... Uh, of the program, brought one other person with them this year to the apple seeds, uh, we would have 10,000. That's just with one person. Just bring your wife, bring your son, your daughter, your grandpa, your grandma, uh, your husband. We would double in size. That's with one person. Okay, but... We'd like you to do more than one person. We'd like you to look around you. Find the folks that you really care about, the folks that you know that are trustworthy and dependable like yourself, and even some of the folks that you feel aren't that uh, trustworthy and dependable because the Appleseed program can work miracles. We can turn uh, undependable folks uh, into semi-dependable folks. We can change folks who who don't have much of a uh, uh, commitment to helping their nation into folks who are determined to help safeguard their liberties and freedoms. I've seen it over and over. We can change folks who are doomsday folks, who are uh, only interested in, in starting a militia to try and combat the government. We can change those folks into folks who are part of the Appleseed mission, which is to change the nation by way of the software in the ballot box. I pledge to recruit whenever and wherever I can, understanding some will be better as shooters, some will be better as recruiters, some as instructors, some as fundraisers, etc., etc., now, this is a fundamental part of the program, too. Uh, we need folks to do everything. Yes, we need instructors. We sure do. We're going to need a lot of instructors if we plan to, to double every year. 
But if you can't be an instructor, that doesn't mean you can't become part of the program to become a very extremely important individual functioning uh, in the program. We need everybody. We need folks to do uh, public relations. We need folks to do promotions. We need folks to do uh, the uh, the Internet technology, the IT gear. The uh, We need folks to go to gun shows uh, and spread the word. We need folks to write articles uh, about the program. We need photographers. We need uh, video people, et cetera, et cetera. Each and every person has something that they can give to the program. Each and every person has a place in the program. And finally, I pledge I will persist. So important, you need to pledge it twice. All right? You hear what I said? So important, you need to pledge it twice. I pledge I will persist. That means I'll keep going. I won't let the first bump in the road flatten all four tires, and uh, and um, then I'm just going to walk home and watch TV. You'll persist. You'll keep going because it's as important. It's important to safeguard the freedoms and liberties of the nation. It's important to be able to hand a nation to your posterity in better shape than when you got it. This pledge given voluntarily on this blank day of blank 2010, and if I fail to live up to it, I understand I can lose my firearms, my freedom, and my country. So help me God. Signed, blank, American Patriot. <clears throat> All right, now. Down at the bottom of the fine print, let's read that. Let's understand, once you sign the pledge, what you're signing on to. You're pledging to go to the range and have fun shooting. (laughs) That's really hard, right? Get your friends to shoot with you, which is even more fun. Uh, You're going to vote. You're going to write one-minute letters to your representatives. You're going to take advantage of the talents of others to help win this goal, help form a club if needed, and maybe arrange. Believe me, offer this deal to the boys back in 1775, and there'd be no hesitation. Hmm, let's see. An eight-year war, bloody war, home burned, uh, sleep out in the snow, and freezing rain for eight years, lose 50 to 60 pounds of your body weight uh, on bad rations, and that's kind of just like a minimum. Okay, uh, this one's good, right? How about this one? Watch your friends die of the fever. Uh, a British ball and bayonet. <laughs> or, or go to the range and shoot with your friends. Wow, uh, man. That's a tough one, Fred. Let, let, let me think that over for a while. Well, don't think too long, okay? Tempus is fugiting. Now, let's look at this project from a different point of view. No one's asking you for any money. You can keep the 35 bucks a year that, uh, that, that 
we ask for for dues for the program. Nobody's asking you to even pay your uh, apple seed dues. We're not doing this for the money. You you want to get involved with the program? It doesn't cost you anything uh, other than uh, the bare minimum that it takes us to ship uh, supplies and instructors to do the event. <clears throat> All we want is your commitment, okay? We want your resolve. Your resolve to carry out your part of the program. And it's a simple program. You learn to shoot. You learn to shoot with friends. You shoot with friends, and while you're shooting with friends, you make more friends. I came back in. And you make sure that all of them uh, become awakened. Now, I'm telling you, you can't make better friends than you will at an apple seed event. Okay, you're going to persist. To persist until the end of your life. So you can look back on your deathbed, and you can take one of those, the, the bright ray in your life, the fact that you were faithful to the cause of liberty. You can look back at your life in retrospect and say, you know what? I, I, I don't know about a lot, but I know about this. I was faithful to my commitment to liberty. I was faithful to my commitment of safeguarding those freedoms and liberties that we hold so dear as a nation. In, in having fought the good fight, in, in having kept the faith. Now, Fred can't save America. I can't save America. Uh, Sam D., Josiah, uh, we can't save America. But you, you and all of us together can. Somewhere, somewhere from up above, the founders are watching you. They're watching us. Are we going to disappoint them? Are we going to disappoint them when all that's being asked of us is something that's fun to do? We sure hope not. We sure hope that you are going to to revel in your pledge of persisting. <clears throat> all right. We need to make sure that uh, each and every one listening tonight uh, understands that we have the virtual muster night on February 2nd at 7 o'clock. That means that we have this paltry number of 200, uh, 340 folks that uh, came online all at once. And I don't remember what the ruckus was or what, what got them there. Uh, but we had 340 folks show up one night uh, back in December, I believe. And what we'd like to do is we'd like to up that. We'd like to uh, to up the numbers, and at the same time, 
you know, have a, uh, create a little buzz, a little steer, and uh, use it as an opportunity uh, to get a lot of information that we'd like to get out to folks. Uh, we're going to have uh, <clears throat> quite a few things that we're going to talk about on the second. And uh, and that's going to include having a lot of the staff uh, online. So we'll have hot threads. And uh, you can ask folks uh, questions. And you need to get an answer back relatively quickly because they'll be there monitoring the thread and trying to answer your questions right then and there. <clears throat> We're going to have... Uh, uh, a full listing of everybody who's everybody in the program. Uh, that means that all the folks who are on the steering committee, all the folks that are MIs, et cetera, et cetera, all that information is going to be laid out so that you uh, to make sure that everybody at once at once can see this and know who all the folks are. All the folks on MI, all the folks on steering. There's no hidden folks. Uh, nobody on MI or steering or any folks that you haven't already done a shoot with. They're all instructors, uh, and uh, you'll be able to talk to the majority of those folks on February 2nd. Uh, most of the folks will have uh, threads open with uh, uh, hot threads open. <clears throat> we'll have uh, also on that, uh, we'll probably have a thread going, and I'll be talking about it on the radio show. The radio show will be running at the same time, and uh, we'll be doing also a uh, uh, like a uh, a history of Appleseed. So if any of you guys are ever wondering how we got started, uh, what happened with the Appleseed program uh, in the beginning, uh, including the reasons for some of the uh, the ruckuses, the split at the old site, uh, any questions uh, you may have about uh, Fred's Guide and the old... Uh, Stories about shooting at the UN convoys, etc. We're going to be answering all those questions. We'll be uh, uh, we'll be exploding and putting to rest a lot of the what we call the appleseed myth, and that's uh, uh, just all the the different uh, myths and legends uh, that have curled up around the program, and. Uh, uh, and to explode the myths, if you've got questions, or if you said, uh, if you've always wondered about something like, I always heard uh, X, Y, and Z, and I heard that this was why this happened or this happened, then we're going to encourage you to be there on February 2nd because we're going to answer the majority of any of the questions you may have about that. Uh, we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks and getting uh, getting the folks to uh, to list, to turn in a list, all the apple seed myths that they've heard stories about and that they would like to uh, to have uh, verified or or busted, so that uh, uh, this will be a great chance for you to get those questions answered, to talk to the folks, the staff members and stuff. If you got gripes or complaints, this is going to be a good time to uh, to be online, so that uh, uh, you can put forward some gripes or complaints if you need to. Uh, I always encourage you to try and work those out uh, through the normal channels beforehand. But uh, if you're not getting any uh, any uh, satisfaction on it, then 
this will be a great night for that. Uh, We're also going to be looking, where we'll be having a contest to see uh, what the most productive state is. What state is going to turn in the highest numbers of folks uh, that night? The the state that's going to have the most number of uh, members, instructors, and staff showing up that night and clocking in, getting in on the clock, because 340 is a low number. And the reason that it's low is not because we don't have uh, motivated staff and members. It's mainly because uh, the forum is actually a working site. This isn't a socializing site like a lot of other forums. We're a working site. And that means that we don't get on uh, to uh, to chat with each other, to find out, uh, way, what are you wearing to the party, etc. Uh, we get on to log on to find out what our job assignments are, uh, where does the work need to be done, what issues need to be resolved. And then we pop back off to to actually get those done. So <clears throat> that's one of the reasons that we don't have a high number of folks uh, on the site a lot. But we every once in a while we'd like to uh we'd like to crank up the machine and see let's see what we can do. You know, let's take it on the highway, uh let's push the pedal to the floor and let's see how fast this baby goes. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> also with the forum a uh, forum's great for a lot of stuff, but it's also it's really uh it's really terrible for a lot of stuff, and one of those things is uh, is getting everybody to see some announcement or to see some uh, some information that's getting put out, because the forum kind of flows across the screen like a sluggish river, and uh, if you if you're not there uh, when the uh, the USS Alabama or one of the other steamboats uh, comes by, and you you missed it. it. It went by, and there was a mention of it somewhere in the forum, but you didn't see it. So now you got to dig for it. And uh, what we're hoping to do is use this evening uh, to get out as many, uh, as much information to as many folks as we can. So. We'd like to ask for you all, uh, as many folks as we can, to be there and uh, and check in with your states. Make sure that you've got uh, uh, that you check in with your state coordinator there. They should be online, and uh, if not, I'm sure that they will designate somebody. Check in with them and also see if you can get any uh, any job assignments that they've posted. I hope that uh I hope that I'm still going out. Can you guys uh you guys in the chat room, am I still going out uh, over the air? I just noticed that uh the the blog talk server had dropped a lot of the applications. The switchboard, uh the blog talk, the uh uh the show homepage, etc. And it looked like we lost a lot of the a lot of the people that are listening. Hey, can you are you guys still able to hear me? Okay. All right. Aramatic says he hears me. All right. Well we've lost a lot of the folks and I didn't know if that was 
I'm guessing that it must be uh, they must have gotten dropped or kicked off uh, by the server. Uh, is what I'm guessing because uh, it is uh, it's showing it to me. It's listing. It, it dropped several of the pages that I had open. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, that's what that is. What we're looking for uh, for the. Uh, for the February 2nd event. We'd like for you, for everyone to show up who can. Uh, check in with your state coordinator, with your state board, and then uh, get them to mark you down uh, as a show so that we can put together a list of uh, the number of folks that have showed and then find out later uh, so we can find out what state produced uh, the most number of people for the event. Uh, we'll have something. We'll have something for the folks. I don't know what, but we'll have something. Uh, uh, some type of uh, uh, some type of perk for the state that does the best. Maybe uh, run them at the top of the forum page up there. We have the news. Maybe run them at the top of the forum and uh, uh, listed as the uh, as the state with the highest number of folks until some other state beats them <clears throat> all right man we uh we dropped all of a sudden it, it must be the server knocking the folks off because we dropped from uh 30 some folks in the form down to just six all of a sudden oh five four All right. <clears throat> okay. Are the of the folks that are here? I saw Gator Gulch said he could hear me, but net, but he's gone. Aromatic said he could hear me, but he's gone. Dinky said yes, they could hear me, but sh no. Now she's here. Sam, yeah. I just I, I don't know why we dropped from thirty people to six people and just. Uh, in uh, less than a minute, it must be knocking people off. <clears throat> and like I said, there, I've got four error pages that say uh, the servers have e experienced an error. All right. <clears throat> and uh, that's one of the reasons that, that I can't get back to the switchboard. To, uh, to take any calls because uh, it's not allowing me to access the switchboard. Uh, okay. Probably the news, probably the news smells like someplace just went record. Oh, went red. Probably the news smells like some place just went red. What? <laughs> no, no, I'm not sure I understand. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I'm hoping... Uh, oh, are you saying that... 
Are you saying that uh, that Brown just won in Massachusetts? Well, that is a heck of a uh, that is a heck of a bit of news there. Huh. Well, that's great. Well, the nation isn't going to get fixed in uh, in one day, or one week, one month, one year even 10 years, even 100 years. It takes, uh, it's a long, steady process. Uh, there's no way to to fix everything at once. There's no way to, to cure all the ills. What you have to do is you have to stay at it. You have to keep working at it. You. That's why, that's why we tell folks that the Appleseed Project is not a... Uh, it's not a dash. It's not a ra- um, a mad race. It's not the hundred yard dash. And if you think of it like that, you're going to be disappointed in several ways because it takes it, it takes a while to see things getting done. <clears throat> Just like I told you in the pledge earlier, that uh, if you decide that you're going to do something, you have to make sure that you pledge that you're going to keep at it, even if you don't see immediate results, because change takes time. Uh, you can't you can't vote in change. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. At least not good change. It doesn't appear to. What you have to do is you have to work for change. Uh, you have to uh, you you have to treat it like a job, like a marathon, like making little ones out of big ones. Uh, you have to keep pounding that rock day after day until you've got it down to chunk in size. You can't. It's not going to all happen in one day. Uh, you're not going to have apple seed events at every location your state has to offer uh, in a month or a year or sometimes even two years. Sometimes it takes a little while. You've got to be patient. Uh, you've got to be willing to put in the long-term effort for this because, as I mentioned in the pledge, you're in this for the duration, you're, and the duration is going to be to the end of your days. Uh, so you have to make that commitment to say, look, I'm I'm in this for the duration. I'm going to get my uh, my work clothes on. I'm going to get my good fitting shoes on, and uh, I'm going to make this work. And it takes commitment. It takes uh, that's all that's all there is to it. It's going to take commitment and work to get this done. And as I mentioned earlier also, you're not going to get it done by yourself. All you're going to get out of trying to do that is heartache. Okay, sorry, you're not not losing me. I'm just trying to, uh, uh, I was just trying to check the, uh, the technical parts of running the show, make sure that, to see if I can get them to, uh, uh, 
to come back on. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. I still can't get the switchboard back up. <clears throat> or the show page back up. Uh, okay. I see that you guys, the... The four of you guys that uh, uh, that didn't get kicked off are still on. Good for you. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to check. Uh, I'm going to check after I get through here. I'm going to check. I'm, I'll look up and see how the uh, uh, the stuff went for. Massachusetts, I believe that's going to that's going to be a real shocker for uh, for most of the nation is uh, uh, is the change over there, uh, but hopefully that will uh, hopefully that will uh, be kind of a wake up call, telling folks that listen uh, for too long the government. Uh, our representatives, I believe, uh, have they've they've lost sight of what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, you know, quite often they they I, I believe they honestly believe that they are some uh, type of royalty uh, that they are running the country, uh, believing that they are some type of royalty, that they are entitled uh, to lead, to make decisions without consulting the people uh, because by virtue of the fact that, uh, that they are part of the government or that they've, uh, that they've been elected several times. What they don't understand is that they are not the government. They are simply elected there to serve at our leisure to do our bidding. And I believe they've they've lost sight of that. Uh, you know they have when when the uh, the polls show that uh, up to seventy percent of the nation does not want certain things to be done, and yet they do them anyway. And why? Because they're getting money for it. Well, these are all things that the program is designed to eventually change. Uh, the, the program is designed to change the climate, not the weather. We're looking at a bigger picture. We're, we want to change the climate. That's why we don't spend a lot of time, we don't spend a great deal of time focusing uh, on the icebergs that face us as a nation, that we face as a program. We don't, we don't spend a lot of time focusing on the icebergs because behind that initial iceberg you're pointing out are other icebergs, and behind them are other icebergs, and behind them are other icebergs. They extend out into infinity, and they always will until we change the climate. 
the Titanic had iceberg watchers. They had iceberg men on watch in the Titanic. Now, the guys had, uh, they had not been able to get to the binoculars. Binoculars had been locked up, so they couldn't take them up into the, uh, the crow's nest with them to watch for the icebergs. But even if they had, even if they could have, the results would have been the same. Now, they saw the iceberg. They saw the iceberg uh, dead ahead of them, and they relayed the information uh, to the wheel deck, to the bridge. But there still wasn't enough time for the Titanic to take evasive action that would clear them of the iceberg. Yeah, they tried to turn, and they didn't run into the thing uh, head on, but as the uh, you heard it before, you've heard the expression before, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Well, that's the case. You just have a tiny piece that's sticking up out of the water, and underneath it is usually a huge, uh, the huge remainder. So even though there were people set there to watch out for the icebergs, and they did, in fact, see the icebergs, and they did, in fact, send that information to the bridge, and the bridge did, in fact, try and make a correction to their course that would steer them clear of the iceberg, they still hit it. They still hit it. And if they didn't hit that one, they would have hit another one. Because the ocean is filled with icebergs. The ocean is filled with with errors of climate. So our program is designed to to change the climate. We're not going to change the weather. We're not going to get stuck in uh, in yelling out, "Oh, there's another one. There's another iceberg. Oh, I think I see another one behind it." Well, do we turn right or left? Well, I don't know because there's icebergs to the right and to the left. Well, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to change the climate. When when we change the climate, we're going to melt the icebergs. We're going to melt the icebergs. We're going to make sure that in the new climate that nobody is going to come into office that says, you know, I think as a people we have too many liberties. We have too many freedoms. And I'm running on my platform is to secure less freedoms for my constituents. I vote that, uh, that we deny certain freedoms to certain people. Uh, my platform is that we don't need all these freedoms. We have too many, and these freedoms are getting in the way of, of the government doing its job. <clears throat> Those guys aren't going to be able to come into, into power because the American people as a whole will have been awakened by an organization called the Appleseed Project. The Appleseed Project will have, will have grown into a huge machine that has spent its time awakening Americans to letting them know it's their sacred duty, their sacred obligation to safeguard the freedoms and liberties of all Americans, of all parties, all races, creeds, religions, that they are all to be safeguarded. 
Uh, and yes, uh, I can see it now. I'm looking at the screen of... Uh, uh, it is Fox News. Fox News says that uh, Martha Coakley is delivering her concession speech in Massachusetts right now. Uh, that means that Mr. Brown has won that seat, uh, reducing reducing the number of uh, Democrats. <clears throat> well, this is, uh, I guess this could also be included under the heading of change, right? <clears throat> yeah, sorry guys, I don't... Uh, uh, for you, for those of you that weren't here, which is basically everybody except uh, uh, Sam D, uh, Java Guy, and myself, uh, the servers somehow uh, decided that there were too many people, and uh, I guess they started dropping folks because uh, I first noticed it at the my switchboard went down, and then the uh, show page went down, and then everything else froze up. And uh, the only thing I didn't lose was a chat, which uh, was pretty, uh, <laughs> which is the opposite of what usually happens. Usually everything runs fine except the chat. And usually the chat comes on for me like in the last uh, or the last five minutes or so, and I just get to say hi to everybody, and that's it. But, uh, yeah, we lost everybody except Sam D, Java Guy, and myself. And... Uh, but uh, the show will, is, will go into archives uh, in 60 seconds. And I want to thank each and every one of you uh, for listening in. And I want to thank you in advance uh, for listening in this next Tuesday. And again in advance for listening in the Tuesday after that, which will be the virtual muster night. And uh, I enjoin you all to to make sure that you are there, and then to make sure that at least two other uh, instructors or staff members or just uh, general Appleseed members, that you bring them up there with you to the virtual muster night so that uh, we can get everybody on board at once. Let them know. It's, it's not just going to be uh, – uh, it's not just going to be uh, picking up jobs and stuff. There's going to be a lot of fun things that are, that are going on as, long, as well as – getting out a wealth of information. So for everybody that called in, thank you. For everybody that uh, tuned in, uh, once again, thank you, because uh, I I don't do the show by myself or for myself. I do the show uh, with the help and the guidance uh, of all the members of the Appleseed program uh, helping me out and uh, and I, there's no way that I can do it without you guys. Uh, I depend uh, intensely on uh, each and every member of the Appleseed program, and that's where I certainly draw my strength from. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again this next Tuesday. And uh, if you guys can come in this next Tuesday, uh, we're working on a couple of guests. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm talking to Mr. Uh, Spiro. From Survival Podcast, because uh, uh, I'm going to see if he will come on and uh, on the show and uh, talk to us, and then uh, then we'll hopefully we'll reciprocate 
and talk to his guys on Survival Podcast because uh, certainly if there were some type of national emergency or disaster or something and you needed to survive that, uh, I would hope that along with some type of firearm for your personal protection of yourself and your family, that you would have the knowledge of how to use that thing. So hopefully he can, we can talk to him, and then we can get to uh, to speak to his listeners and uh, give the Appleseed message to them. I think he says he has a listening membership of over 10,000. So that would be a good way to, to get to another 10,000 folks. Uh, and if you'll come into next Tuesday uh, with any any uh, suggestions you have for the virtual muster night and for the April 19th events, it would be much appreciated. And uh, I will see you guys next Tuesday at 7 o'clock Central Time. Until then, may God watch over and guide our hands in this as our cause is just. God bless you all.